But every possible nerd. Yeah. It, it was nerd, standing yeah. there with a weird hat, their cards, <laughs> doing things, sitting there seriously. Not a female in sight. No. No. I, I, I think I told the story at the panel one. And Sophia goes, that's what my husband does. Yeah. I go, with, with who? <laughs> Welcome to. Welcome to. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Tell me when the music ends. See here? Now. Now. There he is. There. Oh, with oh, you oh my him. gosh! Hi, so, the, oh, no, oh, get close, get, get close. Do you go anywhere without the dog? Howie Mandel does really. stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz. And Joe Mangiella. Mangiella. Manga. Gala. Manga. 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 Nella. Manganella. What did I say? Oh, that's easy. You said j- Mangia. No. <laughs> with How do you soft pronounce G? it? No, that's not where I have time. Is it Joe or Ja? Ja. Joa. Joa. Schwa. Schwa. The schwa. The, the schwa. I said your name wrong. I've, uh, Manganie- I'm sorry. Or you can say manganello or manganello. Manganello. Yeah. So you, you corrected me with three different ways of saying Two. it. Two. Oh, your mic. You just have to hit the G. Okay, I'm over here. Oh, right, manganello. Perfect, yeah. And I have a headphones too. Great. Yeah, yeah. so All you right. can hear us. Do you go anywhere without your puppy? Uh, she just, she doesn't, she just stares at the door when I'm gone. It's really sad. And so I just take her everywhere. I take her to Ireland. I just shot a movie shot. In, in New Jersey. I took her for a month and a half to, to Jersey. What, what did you shoot in Jersey? Uh, this um, kind of dark comedy drama with Sam Jackson and Uma Thurman about um, um, this, this, this like hitman, basically, for these drug dealers who um, gets wrapped up in this money laundering scheme where they're going to make these like shitty paintings. Uh, that you know people can't tell the value of modern art it's like it's completely objective so um my boss sam jackson says why don't you go paint something go paint a couple wavy lines some circles and and i go and do it and somebody buys it for like 150 grand and they want more and so uma thurman is this kind of like way past her um 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 way past her moment art gallery owner and she sees something in me and and kind of starts pushing me and i start creating art from the killer side wow and so the art world becomes obsessed but i have to hide my identity which then like blows it up even further and um we start planning my last hit so that i can kind of buy my freedom and get out and that's the movie that's cool yeah well that's just a spoiler did you you ruin the end (laughs) yeah you don't know what happened i said what did you do and you gave me the whole movie tune in tune in did you produce this no, I didn't produce it. No. I know you and your brother have a production company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm in the habit of producing independence, but I didn't. So on this one, it was nice. I got to just go to work and then go home, and everybody else had to clean up. Do you find uh, producing independence as a habit? It's like smoking? <sighs> I can't stop. I can't. No, I can stop. God, it's um, it's brutal. Like, you have a movie a coming out job. now, right? July? I have a TV series uh, for AMC coming out. Called? Uh, called Moonhaven. Moonhaven. Yeah. And is that yours? Is that the one you did? I didn't produce that. Uh, AMC did. Once again, nice gig. Get to go go into work late, leave early. Would you rather do that? Just um, produce your own stuff or go to work? If if there are much smarter people than me in the room, then I'm very happy to show up and be a part of their vision. If that's, thank you, if that's, thank you so much. If that's not <laughs> if that's not the case, then you know it's really hard. Um, you know, with independence, you need a really good team and you need people that that care you need people that that want to do it who got into this business not for money not for anything else but they wanted to tell a good story you need those people around you and if you don't have them it's a nightmare that's why you got into this business yeah 
Really? Yeah, I want to tell good stories. I'm Generation X. We don't care about money. We, we just care about being cool. So a little bit of your background. You're from Pittsburgh, uh-huh. and you've made that known. Really, you're like yeah. the, you are Mr. Pittsburgh. Sure. You are the welcome wagon to Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. Then you're a Steelers fan. Yeah. And you wrote, you've written a couple of books. Didn't you write a book or do uh, a I wrote a book. A yeah. couple, right? I wrote one book uh, so far. Um, uh, the the foreword was written by Arnold Schwarzenegger, as a matter of Who's fact. a hero of yours? Well, growing up, I think anybody who ever, you know. Fuck when, their maid. When, when it, <laughs> come on. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, that's what he's known I'm, for. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I know. I'm that kidding. is not what he's known for. No, he for. was also, he's, he's fucked a lot more people. Dad. No, I'm sorry. He inspired a generation <laughs> like me to pick up weights and, 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 and really get into bodybuilding and things like that. And Did that why you got into bodybuilding? You're in an in amazing shape. Well, no, I mean, I was an athlete. I was a football player. So at age 13, they throw you in the gym and they start torturing you. So that's what I was going to ask. I talk to, mm-hmm. I work with your wife. Uh, for the people that don't spoiler <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i work with sofia vergara uh, and she kind of gives me i'm I'm fascinated by you so i uh, i ask thanks. a lot of questions so i would imagine because that seems like a one and 180 degree turn growing up in pennsylvania mm. in steel town mm. playing football did yeah. you uh, were you did other sports too yeah i was uh i was going to go to college to play basketball and go into federal law enforcement that was actually what i was going to do right up until the last moment when i got a, a scholarship to carnegie the carnegie mellon school of drama which at the which time, is 180 it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a football scholarship to the carnegie mellon uh no I, I told them i didn't i told the coaches i didn't want to play i said i i, I don't want to play i, I want to go for act i mean i don't have time to play um, there was one person from the drama department who played sports. He played. He was play, played basketball, and the drama department threw him out after uh, one semester because he was jockish. Because he had no time. There was no. There was oh, no, he was still playing sports while he was st- while he while was he was pl- in school. You have to. You know. You've got to. You have. You have so much work there. You know. They really work you. Um, from we'd get there at eight twenty in the morning for warm ups, and if you didn't show up, they would dock you a grade. Um, and, um, if you, they wouldn't give anyone A's the first two years, the highest grade you could get was a B. And if you got two C's, you were out. So if you didn't show up to your yoga warm up at 820, which is about discipline, then that's one C. And then if you get another C, you're out. So, so it's harder than being on a football team. <laughs> it was, uh, that sounds discouraging. It's really hardcore. Yeah. I mean, if, if you would imagine like the most hardcore training program for sports, um, including like the combine before you, you know, where they, all the agents, managers, you know, uh, casting agents, the actors have those. So, so it's kind of similar. I feel like path. those are the two scariest or career paths to go on and musician, because it's either like you make it or you don't. Yeah. But right? your parents are, are your parents in the business? No, no. So I'm no. thinking Pittsburgh, that's all American. Their kid is, uh, you know, the, uh, going possibly on a football scholarship and then makes this. Mm-hmm. turn mm-hmm. and you tell them you're like for all intents and purposes billy elliott in a way yeah it's similar oh uh, yeah all the coaches um made it a point to grab me in the hallway and tell me what an idiot i was and they what did a, what a mistake i was making with my life yeah what inspired you to act like that's that seems like such a i was always an artist inside i was always an artistic kid i i wrote i painted i drew from the time i was like little and um even when, like gi joe and star wars like I would, I would just, con- I would wake up and continue the story and continue the story and create these scenarios in my mind. And anybody who would sit there and listen to me, I would tell you the stories. And then that kind of led into like, you know, I found like, um, you know, like role playing games. And I started running games for my friends, which is basically being a showrunner. I would write the story okay. and then my friends would show up uh, with their characters and then they would play the characters in my show. 
and I would kind of run the show for them. Which you still do. You're a big Dungeons & Dragons? Got, I got back into it. Well, I work for D&D, so I started working for them about seven years ago as a consultant. What do you mean working for them? Well, I, I don't, I'm not like a, like a fan boy. I, I, I got hired um, because I knew so much about their product. I knew more about their product than most of the people who work there. So they started so hiring to, me to help consult. But as, how do they know you know that much about Dungeons and Dragons? Well, if you spend ten minutes with me and you know what D and D is, you'll you'll figure it out. Okay, so uh, Sophia has told me <laughs> this. She says, uh -huh. on, "Like I know, I have a lot of friends. I don't gamble. I don't play games. I don't. I'm not good in sports. Yeah. I'm really not good at anything. <laughs> what do you do <laughs> other it. than make tons of money and no, and host I'm not even. Awesome this shows. Is, I'm doing this for free. Yeah. But the, but the, <laughs> but the the thing about it is, you know, I I, I would live part time in Santa Monica, mm -hmm. and we would. Uh, walk by the comic books bookstore mm -hmm. and on like and i i think i mentioned this to sophia i said i walked by and i look in the window like on friday night and there was like every i'm trying to be uh, politically correct but every possible nerd yeah it, it was nerd, standing yeah. there with a w weird hat their cards <laughs> doing things sitting there seriously not a female in sight no no and they're all gathered around the table and this seemed to be their life and i was always fascinated by them and yeah. I, I i think i told the story at the panel one and sophia goes that's what my husband does yeah I go with with who and you have like a game of hollywood types yeah it's it's i guess it's the equivalent of johnny carson's poker game it isn't <laughs> Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's, right. It's so we all used to play poker. We were all guys who used to get together socially and hang out and smoke cigars and and do our thing. Right. And now, but as kids, we all grew up playing this game. And then we all took 25, 30 year hiatuses. I didn't touch it for 20, 30, 25 years probably. And then, um, you know, I I was I was trying to I was trying to get the rights to some books the Dungeons and Dragons owned. Uh, when I was, um, I had a couple of successful films at Warner Brothers. I said, what do you want to do next? I said, I want to do these books. They said, do, do we own them? I said, yes, you do. You have them. They didn't even know? No, had no idea. What are they? All right. So I had to like educate them. And then I, um, a friend of mine from Carnegie Mellon, a screenwriter named John Castle, he and I got together and, um, you know, I, I basically helped him write um, uh, a, uh, we kind of co-wrote, I guess, if you call it a uh, spec script to show them what was possible with this property. And, um, you know, I kept chasing those books and through chasing those books, I, I wound up getting back because there were executives that were playing and then they were like, come play on Friday, Friday night, we're playing. Like, okay, yeah, I'm playing years. So I, I went and played and, um, and then I started calling other friends. And then once people kind of caught wind of it, I would have meetings with executives who knew that I had this game. Right. And I would go to Sony to talk about some project and the guy would like close the door, look down the hallway and be like, I used to play when I was a kid, you know, like, like they're coming <laughs> out to me, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay. And can, but I, get, it's can I get into your right? game? Well, it, it's, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's, I don't know that much about this. So game. it's, isn't it, that what stranger things is about now? Well, like, kind of. I mean, the, so the kids, yeah, in like the first scene of Stranger Things, the kids are playing D&D. &D. Yeah. Um, but they're playing this kind of like crazy, like, eh, you know, crazy version of it. But, you know, my version, for example, like the guys who created Game of Thrones, they play in my Friday night game. Really? Yeah, so they don't have to run the show. They don't have to come up with the storylines. They just have to have their characters show up, and I, they're in my show. And they get to, like, kick back and, and have fun. You play for money? No, you roll dice and 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 it's your it's collaborative. So, like for example, Vince Vaughn is in my game, and um, you know Vince's father. I introduce Vince's father, like his character's father, into the game, and I'd write these huge monologues, and Vince and I just start like 
improving and he's speaking to his father and I'm his father on his deathbed and his father needs to give him this thing and this piece of information that they're going to carry with them and and then there's this huge war going on and they kind of like figure out their place within this war and band together and how many people like, are sitting there in a game my game is way bigger than ideally you want four to six mine is 11 and then I'm the 12th I'm running the game but it's like Everybody wanted to play. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine was like, me? he's like, I got to get in. I'm like, great. And then he's like, hey, this guy in my kid's carpool wants to play. I go, well, who's your, who's the guy? And he said, Dan, he wrote Game of Thrones. I said, yeah, all right, he can play. And then Dan came over. Dave threatened to divorce him as a creative partner if he didn't get Dave into my game. So then Dave joined the big show, the big seven foot yeah. four, you know, big show, Paul White. He, uh, he loves Dungeons and Dragons when he was a kid. He plays, he would fly in from Florida, charter a jet and come to the games on Friday. And, um, who when else? you're playing the game, you read these monologues and you, <laughs> yeah, I write them and you know, so it's, it's, you wear it's, a hat, you write, I do voices. I do, you know, everything that you, you know, you would, you would expect I'm the whole world except for them. And then they get to do whatever they want, which is like chaotic at times. And Have you ever thought about just recording fun. the live game? Yeah, they, we thought about it. Um, you know, I think a lot of us, well, see what happened was I, I ran into John Favreau at a Bob Iger party. Okay. <laughs> and you know, Vince and John have been friends forever. And I was like, John, when, when are you coming over to play? And uh, of course he turned to Sophia and said, you still have sex with him? <laughs> you know meaning like <laughs> right you know, he plays a stupid nerdy game yeah. you know and um and i went come on john i go come on come over and he goes no you know I'm, I'm doing the mandalorian right now and the mandalorian for me is dungeon mastering as a kid it's it's i i write the show the way that i did as a dungeon master so that's the same thing for me so anyway the point is i wanted getting access to those books that i wanted and and and, and i'm 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 working on the pilot that's fantastic yeah I thought it was going to be like a nerdy, funny story, but it's it's kind of an inspirational story. It's not it. nerdy, though. It's kind of like the same thing as all the comic books and superheroes yes. that now turned into huge movies and these yeah. huge franchises. He's in a lot of them. Yeah. Well, so. and the same thing is, um, you know, I was in, I was in, I was a part of like six of them that all got canceled. But while that was happening, you know, I'm a big researcher as an actor. Like I just six, love uh, six six films. What do you Six mean? Six superhero canceled? films that all were canceled. One what do you after mean? Another. You were in. You were in Spider Man. Well, I was cast as the main villain in, in Ben Affleck's Batman. That movie was canceled because so I was, oh, because Ben left. Well, there was a lot of drama going. On. Well, there was no prep. They called me. I, I got the job in 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 July. I went to. I went back and forth that summer to London to make the suit. We went to Monaco. We shot my scene that would be at the end of Justice League. I trained Qigong. I was doing. I was. I was studying. I was learning ninjutsu. I was learning katana. I was studying with uh, Navy SEALs. We were out on the range shooting all the rifles that I was going to use. This is followed by the comment you made. It there was no prep. <laughs> well, I was prepping. Oh, and then in January they called me and said he hasn't. You know, there's nothing ready. Shit. And so unless, is that going to happen? No. This was five years ago five and a half years ago and we were supposed to go in may so i got a call in january that said it's over and uh you know i just kind of laid in bed and stared at the ceiling for two weeks that's got to be depressing it was awful it was awful and uh, you were uh, also going to be superman <clears throat> yeah is that a bad thing am i bringing up something? i mean this is i mean yeah it's kind of 
awful. Yeah, all the, these are all the kind of like disappointments that you go through in Hollywood. You know? But the go ahead. There's four more that you haven't brought up yet. Dad. Well, I won't bring up anymore. I don't want to. Am I, okay. am I pissing I mean, you off? No, 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 no. I mean, it's just you know, I, I've, I've kind of <laughs> talked about it a little bit, and okay, and so I know, I, but I know that there are bloggers out there that are going to hear this, and it's just going to go wild. So, you know, it was kind of, um, yeah, it was really disappointing in the studio. You know, I, t I talked to the, to the guys at the studio who um, were, you know, they were real fans of mine. And um, they didn't want me, you know, they, they, re they didn't want to see it go down that way. And I had been writing and pitching them all this character work that I was doing. I think the character's this. I think he would have, I think he would have gone from Navy SEALs to DevGrew to CIA's Ground Branch. I think he would have been like super black, like crazy, you know, uh, a clandestine stuff overseas then you know this is how i think the katana works in and this is how i think blah, 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 blah. And, and they said this is amazing um why don't we do this as an origin story for your character a wow. standalone you know could you write a treatment i said yeah okay and so i went Did away they pay you no i mean it was a bit like animal farm like sorry it went down this way go build a windmill you know, so there's a bit of that, but I was like, okay, what else do I have to do? Like, I'm, this is the, okay, this is the next right thing. I'm going to go do this. So I had all the work anyway. So I turned it into this treatment. I turned it into the studio. They loved it. We started going out to Oscar nominated writers to see if anybody wanted to partner up with me. Um, I worked on it for six months. Um, there's an incredible, incredible director uh, named Gareth Evans who did um, these Indonesian action movies called The Raid and, and, and The Raid 2, Raid Redemption. They're incredible. He, did a, he has a series called uh, Gangs of London. Incredible visionary director. And um, he was interested in doing it. We had a two-hour-long Skype call, and, and he was into it. And um, Justice League came out, underperformed. Everybody at the studio got fired. Oh, and all, all the people who were championing me were gone. Can and that I, was it. Can I ask you a happy question? <laughs> Please, <laughs> please ask me that. I wasn't happy. looking for sad. Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, I feel. I feel terrible. No, so, I mean, but this is the journey. This is this is being an actor. This is like you know, like she was saying. It's like you know, there's hard professions. You know, I want to run away I and join come, the circus. I want to come so watch Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. You want to play? play? You have no. to make a character and play. You can't. Watch. You have to go. You got to play. Dad, you got to go play. You tell, explain to me what I have to do. You make a character based on what? Like what? Whatever you, you want to be. What, is it like? But, do you want to be a big? Do you want to be Conan? Do you want to be Merlin? Do you want to be Gandalf? Do you want to be a Hobbit? Do you but want, that's what, what I'm saying. Do you have to be something that already exists? But there's a ton of them, and and pretty much if you came up with something out of your head, I could figure it out for you. The old Jew. We could do that. Well, yeah. But what does the old Jew do when he when he's in combat? When he fights? Is he is complains? He, he complains. <laughs> he he goes. He, <laughs> he says, "Where is there a place to eat?" He yeah. just okay. you know like he just uh, he removes his mm -hmm. foreskin and shoots it at people. Could do I don't that. Think, no. oh, really? <laughs> we can we can mold a spell oh. into that. We can it's work like, a spell. It's out. like a. Well, that's it. We can make that's like a it. ninja star. But you have person. been circumcised. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's... <laughs> and you just chop people in half, and it comes back on. Yeah. We could work this out. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. But is everybody? And then do you have to wear a? Uh, do, do the people that are sitting around this table are they wearing costumes? Hell no, man. Come on, we don't do that stuff. Nah, that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, people do it, and I and I don't want to I don't want to punch down on like renaissance fairs and things like yeah, that. yeah i think you you're know, thinking of that. something different dad you're thinking i of thinking of larping which is out in the backyard in my monk robes swinging a foam sword at somebody do you do that do you no do no <laughs> i don't know what Come that on. is i don't know what that is no we, like listen this was this is like you know serious well it's cool you know it's fun and it, it, it's like addictive and it's a, it's the a fact time. that you do it and vince vaughn doesn't mm -hmm. you're making what would be considered it's like john said to you you know you're still having sex with him because <laughs> but overall it's thought to be incredibly nerdy right well which is funny because you know there there is a movement a few years ago where 
you know, I, I guess it was part of the feminist movement saying that there was there were all these gatekeepers in the 1980s who were keeping women from playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it was like, I would have stuck my arm in the the belt sander in woodshop to get a girl to listen to me talk about Dungeons & Dragons for <laughs> really? 30 seconds, like, please, you know? It just wouldn't happen. Girls girls weren't interested in that time. Really? There's, there's tons of girls to play now. You know what I'd love to do? I'd love to done. watch you just describe it to your wife. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's. What <laughs> Have you ever got her into a game of it? <laughs> Never. I get about, I get like 15, she'll go, did you win? And I'll go, you know, like, she'll ask somebody, did you win? And they'll go, well, we didn't die. And, um... And then she'll ask me what happened, and I'll start explaining it, and she'll go, ah, and just shake her head. Really? And if I keep talking, she'll go, ah, do you want me to like go upstairs and get my earring tray and start telling you about my earrings for 30 minutes? And I go, all right, <laughs> fine, forget it. <laughs> really? But do you win? Is, is there an, there's no end game. You don't end. Yo, you can. Yeah, there's, well, so like the game that I was running pre-pandemic that we ran into the pandemic that we hit time out on, there's this big god at the end that's trying to take over the world. And there's these cults and minions that worship them. You know that's happening. Well, it's kind of topical. Some of it's ripped from the headlines. And, um, and they're, they're, they're getting closer and closer to this, this big final encounter against this god where some are going to live, some are going to die. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how the story's going to end. The, the world could be enslaved or they could, they could win and be heroes. Wow. It sounds like CNN. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Where, who's Don Lemon in the, all of this? I don't know. It's your game. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually really funny. Do you still sp play sports? Um, I used to, um, you know, well, so I, when I moved to LA, I played pickup basketball on the weekends and, and, and lifted weights. And then I was a boxer for a while. I trained as a boxer and my, did my, you compete? My trainer wanted me to start fighting in competitions. And I was like, I might need my face somewhere down the line. And, and I don't think, and I kind of, you know, I watch Mike Tyson videos all, all like all day long. I was at the, I, I was <sighs> at that fight where he bit off the ear. I was, you? I was right there. It was the most, it was the scariest it was really scary. It must have been weird. I don't know. There aren't words to describe how it was, but I was pretty close to the to the ring, and I saw him bite it, and I saw him spit it onto the mat. And I, I remember just looking and going, I, I don't think it's... I saw what it was, but I wasn't registering what it was. Well, there's like societal unwritten rules. And, and I would imagine when you see that, it's like everything's out the window. This is chaos. But that's exactly what I right? felt. Yes, I, I was at I was at a Pacquiao Marquez fight where um, pa um, Pacquiao got got hit in the face by Marquez and like we thought he expired, like no one cheered because they were scared and they on the jumbotron was died. his wife screaming. We thought he was dead the way he hit the ground, and um, you know it, it, it was it was interesting because you know when you're at those fights and somebody really starts putting it on somebody else. The crowd stands up and starts screaming. There's a bloodlust in the air, and no. the energy rises, and you feel this primal. Well, I took thing. my daughter here. I've been to one boxing match because I wanted. One. I thought it was a father-daughter bonding thing. I like boxing. Yeah, and you went to one match. How, how did that turn out for you? <laughs> the guy died. He died. Stop it. Right in yeah. front of us. Right in front. No. Of us. Yeah. 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 What is your luck? <laughs> I want to go to boxing matches with you. Really? That's what you got from that? Well, kind of. That's yeah. kind of. I mean, there's no, I a traumatized. My wife was my wife was very upset with me, and uh, you don't take the kids to a death match. You don't. <laughs> no. I think you, it was what? me, my sister, and my cousin. It was girls' it was, night out. Yeah, he it was took one all the time three I, girls. I said it should be girls' night. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the girls to. I want you to see what mano on mano is, <sighs> and uh, they saw it was they were uh, 
my uh, sister-in-law got mad at me because the your nieces were traumatized. Yeah. So I'm not allowed to take the kids out. Those are the stakes, you know. You realize that (laughs) they're one-on-one combat sports. Those are the stakes, and you know, it's um, who was who wasn't? I don't know if it was Mickey Work or somebody who said, you know, I want to be a boxer until I got in the ring with somebody who really, really wanted to be a boxer. (laughs) You know, and you realize the difference that there's some of these guys that just have things inside of them that they're trying to get out, like Tyson. You know, oh, Tyson is kind of an interesting character. Yeah, the Paul brothers, you know, Logan and (laughs) yes, yes, Jake, yes, yes. (laughs) He seems to be doing okay. Yeah, man. I, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like an old guy. You know, where I'm like, ah, the way it was, and the heavyweight division, and this and that, and then you know, now it's you know, it's just um, well, that's that. That was the best at that yeah. time. That doesn't yeah. even exist anymore. No, and, no. and that's the thing. I think you, 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 as the older I get, the more I start weighing my generation against other people's. I'm like, we had Michael Jordan, we had Mike Tyson, we had Bird Magic. Like, who you got? Yeah. You know? Well, that's not music. This is music. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Old... We had Michael Jackson. We had Madonna. Yes. Yeah. And cool. so you were also, a, I told you, I think I talked to you on the phone one day, and you're a Penguins fan too. Yes. Brian Propp was a big fan of mine. No kidding. Do you know who Brian Propp is? Yeah. I told well, you you're, you're from Canada. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, he, he would go guffaw every time that when, they, when, he, <laughs> when he scored a goal, and that was from my first I'm HBO special. Putting that together right now. That's yeah. Amazing. So that was from me. I'd go, I would, I, it was from an HBO special. He would say guffaw. And I, he's written to me in, a couple of times what's guffaw nothing it was just a, 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 nothing it, it, i just said uh i can't remember what the context was but it's from my ass <laughs> it's a catchphrase yeah like yeah, uh, was a, yeah guffaw. what was the catchphrase on like uh full uh, full no who was the what is a full house the little girls they used to say something i don't remember anyway i don't remember either but i remember there was one or you know you remember you, the old right, it, catchphrase? it's your what you talk about willis <laughs> Right. Oh, I remember that. Guffaw. I said, you don't have to laugh. If everybody would just go guffaw if you enjoyed a joke. And I'd have the whole audience in that HBO special going guffaw. And that year, the Penguins were going for the Stanley Cup. And every time he scored a goal, he would go guffaw. And it was like an homage to me. That's cool. I know. I'm a cool guy. Is that a Bob's Big Boy behind you? What is it? That's uh, Bobby's Bobby's World. World. Oh, I can see. I did a a cartoon in the 90s. You're too young. Oh, yeah. Well, I was not. The 90s were my, that was my coming of age. Sorry, I talk like that. All right. Once again, I'm putting it all together. (laughs) That's a Saturday morning. It was the same voice I did. I did the movie Gremlins. Remember Gremlins? Sure. I'm Gizmo. How did I not know this? I'm trying to tell you. She's Gizmo. I call her Mugwai. Do you really? The dog, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's me. Don't feed her after midnight. Do not get the mugway with. Oh wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> do not feed the mugway after midnight. That's perfect. Do you do impressions? Uh, a lot, yeah. You do a lot. I was one in high school. Uh, my friends would make me do impersonations, and and I would do like kind of like stand up for my friends at parties in high school on Friday. What, what voices do you do? Oh boy, um, Arnold, Pee Wee, uh, Rodney. Uh, who do you uh, want? The uh, Rodney. Okay, uh, uh, I'll say. Um, <clears throat> Hey, one time I took my wife to a dog show. She won. I, I got no respect. That's good. Yeah. Pee-wee. Uh, <laughs> so funny I forgot to laugh. <laughs> mm, chocolatey. <laughs> I can't do his voice, but I can go to a public movie and jerk off. 
I mean, you are like on a roll with all of my friends. These are yeah. my friends. <laughs> all, I was everyone... Pee Wee's best friend in Paul... a Pee Wee Herman movie. Oh, you were in the movie? Yeah, he was in the movie. Pee-wee's best friend. <laughs> yes. I love Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. Am I saying it bad? Am I saying I bad things? Paul Rubens. Paul's I love Paul him. I but mean, he did. Yeah. He, and I don't know that he should have been arrested. I for don't that. think so either. No. no. And, that, and that 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 officer, you know, he told he was like, please don't don't do this to me. You know, I'll I'll do children's shows in Florida. Like I'll do all this charity work. Like whatever you need. And the guy just, you know what I mean? He just. He wanted. He wanted to take him down. Yeah. Am Wait. I being? Am I being? I, I hope I'm not being disrespectful <laughs> to Paul and. Listen, I love Arnold. Arnold was my favorite governor. I get it. No, I. I no, I, I. I get it. It's fine. I mean, listen. I mean, if you know, you 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 know that that happens, then it does. You're sometimes in, you're in the, you're in the court of public opinion, and yeah. this is what happens. And sometimes it's late at night, and you go downstairs and you slip. Been arrested. And you're, Wasn't no, it a this normal is, this movie? Is fantastic, <laughs> and this is crazy. And look at me. I'm the governor of California, and uh, <laughs> here we are. I'm talking to Howie Mandel on this show, and uh, that's you, fantastic. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, oh, I spent a lot of time with Arnold. You still? Um, I haven't seen him in a while because of COVID. But before that, we would like we were best friends. We'd fly around on his, you know, the fly around the country and go to do things. And he'd wow. call me and say, you know, Joe Weida died, and uh, his memorial is this Saturday, and you're going to give a speech on behalf of your own generation of bodybuilding. It's going to be fantastic, and fantastic. Uh, I'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was the great. He was the best. Do, do are you doing the next Magic Mike movie? Uh, no, I kind of I told them, you know, I wanted to retire. Um, you know, it was like I thought two of them was good, and um. Because for me, I think it was like, you know, I come from classical theater. You know, I played. That's sta- not classical theater. <laughs> so I just think that there's a bit of like, no matter how good work you do, you're going to get marginalized in, in a large way. And people aren't going to see the work. They're going to, you know, they're going to talk about all that other flashy stuff that's going on on screen. They're going to talk about. Well, you have the, you, know. you have the standout scene of that. I think that whole series, the Seven <laughs> Eleven. The Seven. <laughs> no, I'm like super proud. I love that scene. And, um, you know, but it just seemed like, you know, people were using that, like, for example, so, you know, like the, that show, the Lakers show. Right. Right. So some of the guys who, who wrote that, um, they were interested in me playing coach Pat Riley. Right. You know, I'm Pat's height. You know, we had, you know, kind of similar backgrounds and, and, and through getting to know me, they were like, we think you've got, you know, what it takes. the inner, the inner life, you know, we think you get it. And I said, I agree. And, um, I guess they ran it by, <clears throat> you know, the executive producer who had all the power. And he said, oh, what? don't tell me he you said, lost that. Part he said, what the guy with the fucking abs. And that was it. Like, what does that have to do with playing Pat Riley at all? You know, um, even this this movie I did in, in New Jersey, um, it was real difficult to get me that part because, um, you know, there was someone who had never seen my work, who was involved, who had a big voice in the process, who just was hell-bent against me. Because being, of that? Being in this serious drama. Even though I played Richard III, I played Stanley Kowalski three times, you know, like, it doesn't matter to them. They, they, they have an image. Like I said, this is like a re- really reputable people who just wouldn't even watch my work didn't even care but uh, so, but you know uh true blood and yeah they all, don't they don't see it that way they're just like oh the naked what, guy on true blood it's like no that's an hbo series with a bunch of oscar winners and emmy winners right and so West but i'm London saying you have a lot people, of you're more than that scene i know but they see the tabloids or they whatever it is and for whatever reason it was like you know i i just kind of had to get off the, the 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 train and say listen i i need to dig myself out of this hole and which was achievable you know what i mean like i was getting all those jobs that would make people forget all about that they just kept getting canceled 
So I, I, ne- I never fully, <laughs> and now we're going back to sadness. Um, but you know, so, so it, it's been, you know, it, it's, it's a fight, you know, it is a fight. You know, this, this business is a fight. They want to And it's a constant a fight. Listen, yeah. I started, I didn't start, I, I did comedy, but then I was on a drama for years and mm. I couldn't get on another drama because of my comedic persona. Right. You're uh, the funny guy. Right. Yeah. But right. I was on St. Elsewhere. I, I just yeah. came up with yeah. the Denzel. Yeah. You know, but I couldn't, nobody, but I get it. I get yeah. it that sometimes yeah. when people are watching it they, and you want the audience to lose themselves in it, you don't want to say that's the guy that puts the glove on his head. No, and I think what the problem is what they don't realize is like, I remember being on True Blood and like Anna Paquin turned to me in the makeup trailer and was like, uh, did you grow up on a farm? I was like, no. Why? But she thought because, because that character? was a big corn-fed werewolf from Jackson, Mississippi. She oh, thought, from she True Blood? Thought, yeah. She thought that's who I was. And then during Magic Mike, I would do press and people would say things like, um, you know, did you did you ever like jump out of a cake in college like to pay the bills? And I'm like, no, I went to like an Ivy League school. Like I never, I'm not a male, I'm a, I'm a classically trained. <laughs> but, but Channing is, right? Channing, Channing was, yeah. Right. I mean, and, and no disrespect. I'm just saying that for me, it's kind of like, you know, they're. I guess I'm doing such a good job that they're believing that that's who I am. Right. And that's all that I am. Right. But they, they're they not open to, so, you know, thank God I have I have a great, great, great agent um, over at, at, at ICM, Carter Cohn, who like has scenes and he will go to people's hotel rooms or their houses and he will sit down and be, watch the scene. Tell me he can't do it. And then they'll hire me. So like, I got to give it up for that. But guy. you're always working. I got, yeah. I have a good agent. Well, I have a good agent and, and I'm a hustler. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I've done over the past few years, I've self-generated or produced with my brother or hunted down the financing for to show people. Or worked for it. I, I mean, do. the fact yeah. that they know, even yeah. if they got canceled, even if the, 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 yeah. the prospect got canceled. In an alternate universe, all those movies are happening. No, yeah. but, but what I'm saying mm-hmm. is if they don't usually sit down with an actor and go, okay, this is canceled, but... I love what you're doing. Let's yeah. make an origin story. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and write something. Like yeah. even to have that opportunity, I feel like it's like this business is like gambling, you know? And yeah. they're letting you come to the table over and over and over again. And you're only going to keep getting better and better and more opportunities. Yeah. I just think the longer you do it, the better we get, right? Yeah, I think so. But I, I also think, um, yeah, and I, and I think that especially like, you know, as a as a guy, I think that the the more years, the more dirt you get on you, the more you got in Saudi. I always looked up to those guys. Like you remember, like the old Western saloon where like somebody's cheating at poker, and the hand comes back on the gun, and the other guy puts his hand on the gun, and they look at each other, and there's these extreme close-ups into their eyes. Right. And the one guy takes his hand off his gun because he knows the other guy's going to kill him. You can see it in his eyes. It's like those were the guys I looked up to. So the older I get, the more stuff I go through. Like I just, I want that look on my eyes. You know, like, and so there, well, you are a great there's actor. a silver lining. Well, thanks. And you've had, even though you feel like, uh, well, I don't know that you feel this way, but this, you've told us stories where you're concerned about being pigeonholed. I think you aren't. No, I don't think you know, so. You know, and you're, you're very, no. well, you said that the, well, I, the, but, the, but I said, Magic no, Mike. for example, after Magic Mike, I said no to everything for a year and a half. And Paul Rubens called me and said, I have this script that I wrote for you. It's Pee Wee's comeback movie. And I want you to play his best friend. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I go, yeah, I'm in. He goes, no, 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 I want you to read the script. I go, okay. So I read the script and was like screaming my head off laughing, you know? And I told Paul, like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Later that week, I'm talking to my agents and uh, they kind of, you know, we're having a con- phone conference talking about stuff that's in town and what to send me out for. And they're like, oh, oh, and there's this Pee Wee Herman script and we're just going to say no to it and pass. I go, no, 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 no. That's what I'm doing. And they're like, you've passed on everything for the past year and a half. You're going to say yes to the Pee Wee movie? I go, exactly. I go, that's my crybaby. 
you know, Johnny Depp got off of 21 Jump Street, did the John Waters movie. And right. I told Paul that. I said, this is my crybaby. I'm going to go do the, the, the Paul, the, you know, because like I said before, it's like, it's never been about money. It's never been about that kind of stuff. It's been about how to tell a great story, great cause, like Pee Wee Herman's comeback movie. Psh, I'm in. Like, are you kidding He's me? brilliant. He's actually he's a, brilliant. He's, a, he's one a of the genius. comic geniuses of all time. He's a genius genius. Yeah. Not only comedy. He's a really smart man yeah he is yeah, yeah. uh have you ever considered or maybe you have and i'm not aware of have you worked with your wife yeah we so well okay so um in addition to like we we do like kind of series of commercials sometimes people will approach us and we'll do commercials together and we'll kind of play us like the sitcom version of us and um the other thing is that um so i produced the movie it was like years trying to find the financing for this movie um, it was about a guy who went to prison when he was a kid. He got drafted by the Yankees, but never got to play. He wound up hitting a kid in a fight, and the kid fell back, smacked his head, died, and the kid went and he went to prison. That's a true story. No, it feels like it is, but yeah. but but um, and then when I read the script, it kind of felt like it did. And so he comes, he he winds up like you know, having to protect himself in prison, and he, he gets added time and doesn't wind up getting out until his late thirties. So he returns to his old neighborhood in the Bronx in his late thirties, and he missed it all. He missed his life goes to a grocery store, winds up seeing the girl whose heart he broke when they were 19 years old, and it's Sophia. So she and I play kid, kid, grown-up kids who were in love, like kind of meeting each other again after is life. Is it shot? Yeah. It's called what? Bottom of the Ninth. And when is that coming out? It's out. came out a few years ago. I got to watch you it. You should check it out. I'm going to definitely. There's, some, like, the there's some beautiful, like, I'm so proud of the stuff we did together. I think it's so beautiful. Bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth. Would it be on Netflix now or um, it Amazon? Jeez, when it came out, it was yeah. When it came out, it was uh, I think it was on Amazon. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch there. it tonight. Yeah, I'm, it's a really nice. I movie. know that you have to run. Yeah, are, they're, are there people yelling me. and waving. Over there? <laughs> there are people <laughs> yelling and waving. I would love to you to stay, but I know I, you, I you're wanna... going you're going to Jimmy Kimmel, right? Yeah, I'm doing Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that's let me, great. Let me, is this my publicist websites? Um, um, all right, so you're doing. Well, I mean, I got a couple minutes. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, do I have to go? <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, they're just. Uh, I, I just don't we want to hold told you. That you do. <laughs> we were to, we were told. <laughs> My driver is super fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you were here a half hour late. Well, that Maybe was, that's that was, that was because the dog was sick, and I was an hour and a half late getting out of the hospital with the dog. Oh, that dog? What's yeah. Wrong with the, oh. What's wrong with your she dog? She got sick yesterday. With and, what? Uh, what's wrong? She, uh, you know, sometimes these dogs, they they just you know, get an upset stomach or get something in their intestine. And, and so she was in a bad place yesterday. So I, I, I took her in this morning with ample time. And, and unfortunately, I'm here. and you showed up even from the hospital, you came here. Yeah. And we made great time. Like we, we made it here. Like we flew. So, I mean, that's, that's, is she going to be okay? Yeah, she's she's okay. pulling through. She's okay. She's not, she yeah. looks like tired. Is um, she tired? she's pretty chill. Is she old? I bring her to set everywhere. Yeah. You, and they let you take that to Europe. Take that. Take <laughs> you can tell he's not a dog person. No, I'm not. They let I you love, take that thing to Europe. I, was, I wasn't either until I got this. I, really? I never had a pet, and I wasn't interested. Um, did you buy that, or did Sophia? Sophia buy it? wanted. Sophia had the shelter bring her over, but these dogs—they're notorious for picking one person, and so she picked me. And um, she needed two surgeries, and nobody was going to pay for it, so they were going to put her down. I mean, there was no question. And um, so I just took her, and the next day I took her to the hospital and was like you know get rid of everything i don't, I don't want to wait i don't want to wait for a biopsy i don't want to wait for this to clear up just get you know fix it fix it now and um so she's empty inside and uh so she has some stuff you know they had to 
you know, there was like a cyst that was cancer. So I just said, I cut it all out. She, she had um, what turned out to be 11 bladder stones. It was making her pee blood. It was so horrible to watch. And um, now she's okay. You know, she's all right. She's fine. She'll be fine. She went you know. to the hospital today. Yeah, she's she'll be fine. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, so she's yeah, like, I don't know. So she's a rescue. She's a rescue, yeah. So I, I recommend it. I mean, if you're going to get a dog, get a rescue. And the dogs know that you rescued them. So, you know, I sat... How do you, I sat, how do you know that dog knows? She knows. Like, she knows. Look at her. She Look knows. at her. That's her person. Yeah, I'm the dada. No, I know. I've never seen... on. In, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And I've never seen... I've never seen a picture without the... No matter where it is. <laughs> well... And you, no, but you're carrying... And yeah, I've never seen... I just take seen, her everywhere. She likes to go with me. I'll just take her everywhere. She's fine. She's like less than five So we pounds. have dogs. I, I have dogs. I, my wife has dogs. But, I have dogs. And you have dogs, but my, my wife was the one was the chosen one with the dog, and the mm -hmm. dog also a Chihuahua hated me. Right, that happens. Yeah, so hated yeah, me. I know, and would bite me, and I'm not allowed in the same room. Is the dog's okay when my wife's not around? Yeah, but then if my wife walks in the room, then I get attacked. Yeah, I had ex girlfriends that were had dogs like that. So when Sophia brought it up, I was like, I really don't want a dog. But um, come to find out, the dog just loved me, and, and that's it. So we're kind of we're just like a package deal now so on jimmy kimmel what are you promoting i'm promoting moonhaven which is my amc show uh that comes out in july uh, which is what i shot in ireland uh, okay. for four months last year and it's um sophia was very sad that i was gone that you were gone that was know. that was right when we were we were working yeah. and that's a long time it was you, so like in for marriage yeah i don't think i've been away from my wife for four months i was gonna no. ask do you plan on stopping at all anytime soon and like just staying home with the family i've never i would never plan on doing that i i'm a worker i have to work my i think like kind of my whole being is surrounding like surrounded by work if i could find something to do work at home that was filling that where I could, you know, whatever, pay my bills and be happy, you know, I, I would, I would absolutely look into that. But, you know, um, is that tough though? We, you both, hard. you're both it's very really hard. busy, busy. That's people. the hardest part. It's the hardest part is, you know, cause I, the, the girlfriends I have for her when were, you know, they, they didn't have the inner security, I think, to deal with what was happening to me as my career kept growing. Right. There was just a deep, you don't still deep, have those a, girlfriends, a, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> well played. Um, uh, no, uh, you know, so so it was one of those things where um, you know I, I didn't want to really I didn't want to date somebody in the industry. You know, I, I really wanted somebody out. I just I thought that that was what I wanted, or somebody who was going to be um, complementary to my lifestyle. We were going to travel, have you know what I mean? Right. Like that that whole thing, and and be a family unit that would move around. But um, I just couldn't find somebody who who really understood that side of me or supported that side of me. Um, and um, and until I met Sophia, and we just had so much fun. We we laughed our asses off for. I mean, I mean, we, we just we would just laugh so hard um, all the time. And and she got it. And um, I but I did know that that the difficulty would come when I when I had to travel. So well, does I, it does it make it easier though because you're both in the same career, so you understand that the other person what they have to do. It does, but that doesn't take away the fact that you're gone. For four and, months. And, and you start turning back into a single person to a certain degree. I mean, not single, like dating wise, but I mean, like, you start getting back into your old habits. You're just kind of like this guy who lives with this dog in this apartment in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And now she's coming to visit. And things, you know, coffee cups are in the wrong place. 
You know what I mean? Like you have to remember how to be in a relationship again. Right. Know? So, but you guys were separated for a long time, and we were, she was miserable know, because of yeah. it. Well, she I'm, was. I mean, I'm 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 sad to hear that, but also happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I I would love a chance to work with you one day. You're a really that. you're a really good actor. You're a funny Thanks. guy. You Thanks, have Charlie. a full the, range. The first what? step is you go play Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons. I'd like Dad. to watch it at least. You can't watch. You have okay, to play. Okay, I'll be the old Jew. Yeah, but I don't know how to like. How do you like? What am I striving for? What am I trying? Like, I well, can't here's the thing. Her. If you're, I'm well, so what I'm getting from you is that there's kind of a religious aspect or some sort of like theological like. No. You, you have this power coming from. Well, you're a Jew. You you yeah. believe in some higher power, whatever that okay. is. Okay. Okay. So we could come up with that. Now you derive your power from that. So then you would be my agent. Your lot in life is to make that thing proud or carry out whatever that thing inspires you to do. Now we're now we're creating a character. Now we're creating storylines. And as you do that, you wind up finding your place within this group. Now you all have a common goal. Now you all are moving together towards the end game. I still don't understand. I'm sure there's a lot it's of people acting. that are watching. It's just acting. Just five it's ten acting guys really sitting around a table going, and I'm going, I'm the Jew. Let's move together <laughs> toward the power. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you eating those chips? Do you serve chips? Yeah. We, oh, I get a food truck usually in the driveway. A food truck. Yeah, man. What do you serve for Dungeons and Dragons groups? We get a big food truck. I'll get whatever the hot food truck is. You know, we get we get like you know sushi rolls, or we'll get like um oh like my, uh, like what's the big um um uh God, what is it the it's like the pinup burgers. I forget what it's called. I'd have to. Do go you guys look. know what he's talking about? The pinup burgers. Anyway, are they those like my Betty's pub, burgers? Like my publicist yeah. is screaming at them. Okay, they gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> but but it was um. Yeah, I wish we could talk more, man. I, I, we I really, will. Let's. You know, yeah. I, I, you know what? I've told Sophia a couple times. When you guys aren't busy, I would love to go out to dinner with you. And, and, and I would love that. You, and you me, told me, me you mentioned that to me when I came over to set. Yeah, yes. I'd, I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah. I've called her a couple times, and then I didn't. I didn't uh, follow through. Oh, all right. Yeah, because she said, "Okay." I said, "You want to go to dinner?" You can you call me. You can call me. I'll make give sure me your number before you. I leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, have a great uh, shot on Jimmy. Thank you. Uh, and uh, everybody, uh, watch your shows. Read your books. Is your book still out? My book, Evolution. Yeah, it's yeah. still out. Read the books. Whatever Joe is in. Thanks. Do it. And good luck to the <laughs> dog. I hope the dog feels better. Yeah, she'll be okay. You'll be okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so cute. he's okay. All right. Let's take a picture together. Yeah.